What's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. All right, fantastic. So what's going on, guys? We're going to talk about today. Uh, this is Brian, and this is uh, Jenny. I'm going to introduce her for her. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so today on the Amplify Network, we're going to go over protein. Um, we are doing a supplement mini-series. So over the next 12 shows, we're going to cover some of the most popular um performance and I guess weight loss. Yep. Is that kind of what we're calling That's probably them? Fair. So we're going to go over these, go over the key things you need to know about protein today. Um, and then hopefully you'll have the information you need to make smarter decisions at the, uh, the vitamin store. Exactly. All right, guys, let's get started. So what do you know about protein? I know that there are various types. Okay. So there's everything from whey protein yep. to soy to egg uh, and then meat protein. That one was an interesting discovery. When Meat. Exactly. And then pea protein. And I think that's it. This is, So that's, that's perfect. So that brings us into a great place for the conversation. Now, as far as, and I don't, we don't put each other on here to play stump the chump. I love but stump the chump. I think you are probably the average consumer Absolutely. Um, when it comes to I'll take what somebody tells me to take, or if there's a recommendation, I'm going to do it. But I am the extreme side where I, I want to know everything there is about everything there is to know. Um, and you're like, I don't care. Does it <laughs> taste good? Just tell me what to right? take. And I think a lot of the times people make decisions based on the flavor. Yep, absolutely. And initially, so back in the 90s, when I first started paying attention to bodybuilding, supplements weren't awesome back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had basically the Neapolitan flavor line and that was it. So chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Um, I killed myself with strawberry to, to the point where this day I still can't drink strawberry protein. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> it never tastes right. Back in the day, it used to fizz. So um, yes, it did. It was fizz. almost like an Alka-Seltzer. So once you got <laughs> done making it and you're getting ready to drink it, you had like little strawberry <laughs> fizzy bubbles popping up in your face and it, it, it gets to where that still makes me want to gag a little bit because I... I don't know what the, it's like it had baking powder or something, baking soda in it. Yep. But okay. So the, I think the typical consumer, they go and the two things that I think drive them is flavor and cost. Definitely. And, and definitely. And what do you know about um, timing as far as what's the benefit? Why would you take it? And I'm, I'm having you answer these mm -hmm. questions so that uh, hopefully the person that's watching or listening this is kind of where their mindset is when they're going and purchasing. Cause it's one thing to tell people you need to buy a superior product. Right. And it's another one to be like, Oh, I didn't know I was taking something that was the bottom end of the production scale. Absolutely. Um, so, so, so your why, I guess. Yeah. What I do know is that with, um, whey protein specifically, that that is a protein that you can take, I believe, and definitely correct yep. me if I'm wrong, that you can take it up until like an hour before your workout. But the most benefit comes from taking it within 30 minutes after your workout. And again, this is way specifically. Yes. And do, do you know why? 
as far as how deep we're going to go into the conversation, why is the window important? Because it is, it helps with fueling your muscle mm-hmm. recovery. Yep. Um, I do have a question for you. If you, when you drink your, cause you always do way right after within the 30 minutes, mm-hmm. does it also help with strength afterwards or no? So strength, when mm-hmm. you say strength, are you talking like, um, cause everything post-workout is recovery. Okay. So you don't get stronger by taking a supplement. Um, you get theoretically stronger when your muscles repair themselves. Okay. And if you can think of a callus, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just builds on top of itself until right. it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Muscle at a much smaller molecular level, you've got trauma. Mm-hmm. And then as trauma heals itself, it kind of, it's not really a scar, but it creates more muscle on top mm-hmm. of tear, on top of tear, on top of tear. And then over extended periods of time, that microtrauma is noticeable in muscular size. And uh, what's another word? Um, contraction speed, mm-hmm. um, how well you... Um, can respond to stimulus and all that other stuff. So did I answer your question or did I completely space out? No, 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 you answered it. So the, the big issue was, and I can't find anything that is concrete about that post workout window Mm -hmm. for sure. You want to take it quick, Mm -hmm. but now there's research that says, take it even during your workout for the highest amount of protein turnover. Well, we'll get into the different types as Mm -hmm. well, but when we talk in protein turnover, we're talking, Taking something you consume, having it turn into muscle building mm-hmm. um, ninjas, you know. So we we want consume it as soon as you're breaking it down, faster time to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to stay in a net positive for protein resources as opposed to a net negative where you don't have the resources available to repair yourself. Correct. And back in the day, they're like, oh, you got to get it in within an hour. You're going to lose all your gains. Mm-hmm. You you'll end up in a negative. But the one thing that I can't seem to narrow down. If you're doing a heavy training session, it could be a day or two mm-hmm. that you recover, and it's in the entire recovery um, like window window that you're actually going to want to continue to maintain high levels of protein, high levels of protein synthesis. Right. So you want recovery. It's not just that first hour. It's hours and days after. Make sure you're feeding the protein constantly. Mm-hmm. Now, the cool advantage to whey is it's fast absorbing. You probably right. read that, right? Yep. So- Whey has high bioavailability, which means it's just quick to uptake. As soon as you consume it, it's digested quickly. Mm-hmm. That's a geek way of saying um, it enters the bloodstream fast as opposed to something that enters the bloodstream slow. Right. Okay. All right. So so far, I give myself an A. You're doing very good. Um, you're no more than, I think, the average consumer. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to how the process works, so I made myself a cheat sheet here. Um, oh, you got a little diagram. Whey is dairy. So mm-hmm. whey is dairy-based. Mm-hmm. When you take... Um, sourced whey. We're not even going to get into the different types of milk. It all starts with milk, right? It's a regular dairy. Uh, depending on whether you're getting your cow milk from New Zealand, where it's all 100% grass-fed, hormone-free, or here in the US where we butcher, destroy, and crush our livestock. Mm-hmm. So let's assume just for argument's sake, it's a good sourced dairy. Okay. Um, from there, they apply enzymes or um, acids to the, to the milk, and it causes a separation or a curdling process. And that's the beginning. Um, that's the beginning stages of producing other dairy products. So that would be um, yogurt, cheeses, cottage cheese, all the stuff that comes from the first application of those enzymes or acids. And what happens as is, separate. as they separate, mm-hmm. um, you'll end up with a raw liquid whey. Everything at the top is scraped off, and it goes to production. The rest of it is kind of like a byproduct because um, think about how long we've been eating cheese and you know doing everything with dairy that this. 
typically was waste. Right. Um, but then here come bodybuilders and we started making <laughs> money off of it. So once the enzymes and the acids are applied and you get the raw dairy, it goes through different levels of filtration. Mm -hmm. And this is where it matters, guys. When you are shopping, um, if you go to Costco and you see the five pound tub of protein on the shelf for $35, again, it's chocolate and yep. it's cheap. So exactly. now you just hit both triggers for some, for some consumers mm -hmm. and they buy it. But depending on where that dairy comes from, um, how they filter it. So how it's filtered. once it becomes a raw product, um, from there it goes to, there's a couple different filtration processes. So now how do you separate the lactose from the protein, from the carbs and the fat, right? And higher quality filtration keeps more of the stuff you don't want out. Yep. And, uh, and it keeps only the stuff that you do want. Exactly. So when we look at, um, there's membrane filtration, uh, microfiltration, imagine um, a sifter, mm -hmm. right? Except at a much smaller molecular level and the protein, the high percentage of protein that you want stays on top and everything else falls through. Mm -hmm. Now, oh, I like it. when it's um, not such an expensive ritzy filter, right? It's the, the, um, <laughs> the sifter is, it's got a bunch of bigger holes it's in it. It's basically a paper towel. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> it's a paper towel. It's a piece of cheesecloth, <laughs> but um more of the protein and the fat or more of the carbs and the fat slip through and it's not just whey. So mm -hmm. you end up with a, a product called like um, a whey concentrate. Mm -hmm. That's the most typical way that's out there. When you're looking at your five pound tub of combat, it's typically going to be a protein concentrate, which means um, 70 to 80% protein content. The rest of it's going to be carbs and fat. Oh, interesting. And when you get into the higher levels of filtration, um, you end up with an isolate where it's 90%. Mm -hmm protein. Mm -hmm. And then only the 10% remaining is for carbs and fat. So you get very little. Um, most whey isolates are um, no fat and maybe one carb, mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's a very, it's a high end process. Now the difference, um, so in the filtration, you've got the membrane and then the microfiltration, the other way, which is even cheaper, which again, you're getting into some of your Costco stuff. I'm going to make a note. I just had a reminder. Um, the ready to drink stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so outside of the filtrations, you've got something that is a chemical filtration. So you actually apply chemicals to it and the chemical process is the cheapest. It's probably the fastest, um, but then you start denaturing the product, which means it doesn't have as much protein kick in it. Right. Um, but chemical processed, it's fast, it's cheaper, and it ends up being a garbage product. So not all products are, are required to disclose the processing um, process that they go through. So you're not really sure what you're getting. Right. Um, so what, what questions do you have so far? No, I was going to say, um, interesting too, with, we've tried so many proteins over the years, I think the processing of it. So I think a lot of people who are extremely uninformed, like I was, mm -hmm. and I still am in some areas, mainly because I just forget to go, Hey B, what does this mean? <laughs> um, I think a lot of people have tried something like a whey concentrate, 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 talk, concentrate, uh -huh. um, and when it interacts poorly with their system, they're like, I have either an allergy towards whey or mm -hmm. I can't process it or it's disgusting or there's a whole slew of things. And they may be completely unaware that that's just like the first little baby step into protein powders. They're buying the garbage first. Exactly. Most early adopters or early consumers, they're buying something cheap. Oh, yeah. And when we're talking about that filtration process... If it's got more lactose in it, if it's got mm -hmm. more of the sugar that is irritable to most people's bowels, you know, and, and digestive systems, 
it's going to cause an adverse reaction yep. and you're going to have a bad response to it. So you're dealing with a, a concentrate, probably um, poor filtration process yep. or a weak filtration process. And then if you factor in that it's coming from a bad dairy, yep. there's a whole lineup of shit that's going to work against you. Yep. I think the other interesting thing is if you actually read like a nutrition label, a lot of protein powders will actually have more carbs than protein. Again, if they're like mm -hmm. really terrible sourced. So you're looking at, now that's a great example because now a lot of your uh, plant-based proteins. Oh, they're way high in carbs. Way high in carbs because they're coming from pea, rice, you know, mm -hmm. they're different sourced soy. Um and they are going to have higher, if sometimes equal, but most of the time it's a higher Absolutely. carb content than protein. Now, here's what's uh, interesting. We're we're doing a little like geeky pre-show quizzes because I'm excited <laughs> that you're learning this stuff. And it and it more is like, oh my God, she's going to get it. In um, case anybody's wondering, I think I'm at 50% right and 50% wrong. Not at all. No, this is great. Um, but when you're looking at what is it about protein that's good, we're looking at amino acids. Mm -hmm. And, and we were talking about there's 20 total aminos. I think there's 21, depending on wh where you're reading it from. I know, I think there's a 21st, but nine of them, the body cannot produce on its own. So they're essential, nine essential amino acids. And then you've got the 11 non-essential. Um, the nine uh, uh, essential aminos, you can get all nine in meat and fish. Mm -hmm. um, Plant-based, you get some. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're incomplete. Now, when you're talking about a whole protein, it's got all 20 aminos in it, or it's got a larger profile. Um, so you're, you're looking at all your essentials and all of your non-essentials in one food. It's like an egg. Um, egg is like an essential. It's like a, um, a complete protein. Oh, that's fun. But studies have shown that um, even at a lower dose of essentials has a higher protein, a, a higher effect on protein turnover than a complete protein. So supplementing with essential amino acids only has a higher result than eating a whole food protein source, a, a complete protein source. Say that, that again. You're going to get more out of eating, drinking a shake okay. that's got, let's say, six essential aminos, okay. three of them being branched chains. So, okay. so you're taking a supplement that's got six essential amino acids. Okay. None of the non-essential. Okay. You're going to see higher results, protein turnover, protein synthesis with that than eating a complete protein like eggs. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And they oh, even show that cool. what happens if you do a half and half. So it was three grams of essential and three grams of non-essential, still totaling six. What was that result on just six? And um, no, even the three, I think this study broke it down to three essentials. So the three BCAAs still had a higher turnover than six. No way. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll put the studies in here if you guys want to geek on it. That's, I probably botched some of the data up right there, but that was the, the, the significance of it was complete food protein source wasn't as effective as a supplemented essential source. That's very cool. Yeah. So when you get into the essential amino acids, that's why we want whey. It's dairy based. Even the people that are scared of whey and mm -hmm. have the gut problems, whey, you don't even just, you don't just have the high digestibility, but you're also getting the benefit of those nine essential amino acids. Uh, which that makes sense. So just for all of you, um, I actually had I would say I had significant issues mm -hmm. with whey protein at first until we figured out um, what worked for me. And then um, me specifically, so whey isolate, is a, that's a protein that I actually can take a full serving or two servings yep. of and have zero reaction, which up until we figured that out, 
I would have to say I would have been one of those people that stood with a sign that was like, whey protein's horrible for you and it gives you gut I'm adjusting issues. adjusting my seat. And, um, but it's very interesting. I think depending on what you want with your performance and what you want with your uh, body comp and everything else, you keep trying different things mm-hmm. to get to the end result that you want. And for myself, I've watched you since the beginning of time play with different proteins and stuff and always have better and better and better luck with what you choose. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, man, how are you getting all these gains? You're recovering faster than me. I'm going to, I want to keep trying and see if I can make this work. So the experimentation was even more important back in the day when there was shitty products. Mm -hmm. It got real hard. Um, I was always a fan of EAS back in the day. It was I because I was I would overboard the peanut butter in the chocolate shake yes. and then manipulate the hell out of it and it used it, to make me some good ones. By the time it was done, it wasn't probably the healthiest thing to right. be eating. Right, it turned into like a, some boardwalk smoothie by the time I was done with it. Yep. Now, when you start looking at price now, because as we were talking, the not so expensive filtration process and the not so expensive dairy source is going to result in a cheaper protein, mm-hmm. which could end up uh, causing more digestion problems. Yes. But let's say you don't have any digestion problems and you're like, well, what the hell? I'm just going to keep riding with the lower end. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. The, the show here is not to vilify a particular blend, but it's to understand why is one so pricey and the other one so not pricey. Mm-hmm. When you start getting into macro programming, um, when as you progress through your fitness time, um, you're going to start having higher expectations. If I've got to spend um, every year... Uh, let's just mm-hmm. say two hours a day, six days a week. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm putting over 400 hours a, uh, a year right. into the gym. I want to see something for the 400 hours. Mm-hmm. If you're spending hundreds of hours in the gym every um, every year and you're not seeing the progress that you want, you're going to start to resort to things like macros, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to start learning how to fine tune your intake to see the performance. Mm-hmm. Supplementing is part of that process. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm following a strict macro program, I'm not going to want to waste carbs and fat in a shake. Ew, so th- heck no. That's just, that's me. Uh-uh, because, I so would neither. When you start looking at the protein concentrate, mm-hmm. more, more carbs, more fat, it's going to interfere with my planning on my macros. Yep. So I go to the isolate. Yep. Isolate is clean. It's predominantly protein, protein. That's it. That's the only thing I have to worry about. The 0.5 gram of carbs or whatever's kind of filtering over, I can roll with that. It's totally. not going to mess me up. Um, but the highly digestible, um, Low carb, low fat, whey isolate is my way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we pushed it a lot at the gym. Um, we were pushing different brands at the time, but they changed the formulas. It started tasting different, which yeah, I don't a- think that was all formula uh, because it. What if you're doing chemical filtration? If mm-hmm. you start going to the, um, it was ion exchange mm-hmm. instead of the regular micro filter. It changes the taste. It becomes a denatured product. Yeah. So now you've got a high end. They're calling it an isolate where they're filtering it. But is there any part of the chemical uh-huh. process? But it's changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, if you can keep out the sucralose and you can keep all the keep the sweeteners out as best you can, the goal is to not have a lot of chemicals in your food. Of course. But I can handle less than a gram or two per serving if it's going to make it enjoyable. Yep. I've been doing this too long to drink shit all the time. I've done my time with that is done. Yep. I won't do it. So you're going to find some of the higher end brands still good source dairy, good filtration process. It's got a little bit of sucralose in it. Absolutely. Um, if but that's the only place you're getting it. That's what I was going to say. I think it, it's just got to be a little bit of give and take. And yep. um, I think with a lot in life, 
there should be a hard line in some stuff, but like for myself, I would rather get get my protein in, like you said, and be able to chew my other kind of food and a little bit of sucralose if that doesn't upset me. Yeah. But it's it's such a personal choice. It's personal, dude. Yep. But if you're going to sit there and swill beer on the weekends and do your whiskey and you smoke your cigars and do all your other <laughs> bullshit, don't die on the effing sword on a, on a gram of sucralose yeah. in a protein shake. And it, it cracks me up because we've got people that I know their lifestyles are shit. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't do sucralose. Do Stop it. You know, yes. I mean, I'd baby shake you if you weren't standing in my lobby. But you, I probably shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not, that was a fictional character. The, this doesn't match anybody. But the, um, if you're looking at yourself holistically, do the best you can. Absolutely. You shouldn't be dumping sucralose into your coffee three times a day. That's right. worse, right? And it's less than a packet. Okay. So you're not even getting a packet of sucralose in the whole serving. Now, the only other thing we didn't talk about, where are we at? We're looking at, oh. We're doing pretty good. Um, you've got whey, mm-hmm. um, but then you got. You remember, you remember what the other one was? I so I do know it, but I don't know if it's pronounced casein or casein. I'm gonna go with casein. Okay, I think so, we call it a northern way of saying it. And I actually do know uh-huh. that. So how are you gonna say it? Casein. Casein. Okay, so casein. I have no idea. I think it's casein. Um, so casein, I know, is a slow digesting protein. Yes. You nailed it. So that is not something that you would want to have post-workout. Which is right very, within the, nope. the the thirty minute window. It's a it's a it's a um it's oh, a nocturnal thing. Okay. You typically want I thought I was gonna be wrong. No, no, you want casein um at night with the slow digestion because if the true hardcore bodybuilders are like, My body can't go six to eight hours without being fed protein. So the idea is your body will absorb protein when it when it can, mm-hmm. and because casein moves through the digestive system very slow, it's always available. So your body's kind of tapping into protein while you're doing turnover in your sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that works out that hard, but right. let's say for argument's sake, you are a monster and you need 24-7 protein feed. Obviously, that's Brilliant. Me. Okay. And I used to do it. I used to set my alarm and effing wake up in the middle of the night and I would take protein. That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, I stopped doing that. Okay. So casein... <laughs> It's a different part of the process. You know, it still happens when the enzymes are applied. Casein gets stripped out from whey. Um, because it's slow digestion, slow digesting, if you've got any problems with lactose and dairy, casein is going to wreck your shit. Yes. Um, it's going to cause a lot of problems. And it's gotten to where as I've taken, the last time I took casein, um, I was still drinking dairy. So once that's out, I had to stop. It's been a long time. I don't mess with that stuff anymore. It's... Um, it's like ice cream to me. It really wrecks my gut. Um, but the cheaper proteins, when you're getting even more cheap, I know you've got blends. How about you have blends of two proteins that shouldn't be in the same container, really? Well, the, the angle is like, oh, hey, you're getting fast you're getting absorption and slow absorption. At the same time. You're okay. right. Well, it's cheaper, <laughs> right? So they're taking the scraps and they're putting mm-hmm. it into one product. Um I've never understood the benefit because you're going to eat more throughout the day, just have more readily accessible protein. I don't know why you would need slow gas producing digested protein in your exactly. gut throughout the freaking eight hours that you're at work while you're, yep. you're going to fart to place up all day exactly. if you haven't any responses to it. But casein is intended for nighttime. If you want something that isn't as aggressive because um, cottage cheese is casein, mm-hmm. so you can actually eat that. If you, want to, if you feel like you need a little bit of PM, slow digesting protein, you can do just cottage cheese um and then you have the control of to whether it's low fat or no fat right um so we covered a lot um and i think it's important to mention i don't know if we actually said that um isolate and casein are both way i don't know if we 
Maybe sort of. They're both whey. Yes. Correct. I think I said whey and then the other one, but you're okay. right. They're both dairy products. Yep. It's just uh, how they're separated in the, in, in the filtration process. One's got a higher concentration with a slower digestion and the other whey is very fast. Yep. They're both dairy. They're, yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. What did I say? Whey? I, I, I don't know. They're both dairy. They're both dairy. Okay. Um, they both came from the same cow at the same time, but separated and through the process, they ended up two different tubs. Right. All right. So now we covered a lot of the the, uh, the main topics with protein. Now I am gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk. Last time we didn't mention it, but um, we what I want in protein is I want angles, and my angles are my branch chain amino acids. We'll talk about those in a second. I want my regular protein concentrate if I want it, and then I want um, um, a glycolytic supplement. So there's you can uh, glycogen restore, so you can take extra sugar before you're working out. So there's different supplements that typically I would have to go out and find from different places all at one time. Um, because we have, uh, are in a relationship with driven nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that no matter what I'm looking for, from my angle, they've got similar tasting, so similar that you can hardly discern the differences between them. But I get my slow digesting. I get my fast. I get my, um, they even went and did, um, chicken protein so you can start adding more chicken which jason listens to this sometimes we tried making a shake out of it i don't know what we were thinking it was nasty you're supposed to cook with it well my idea was because i was like this is amazing look at all this protein so i was just mixing it with water it didn't it wasn't awesome my favorite thing is that you said just gun it and i was like it's it's chicken it's dehydrated chicken it It smells like it Exactly. Tastes like it, yeah. I know, but I have cooked with it. If you put it in casseroles and stuff. Exactly. And there is, that is a fantastic way to get in additional protein without gagging because you're not drinking chicken in a glass. I've tried it. I mean, so I gave it, I think I even put uh, almond milk with it one time. I tried everything to make it taste different. And yeah, it's best in, it's best in casseroles, but, um, (laughs) don't drink chicken protein. That's right. But, um, but driven is created an isolate. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've got more than just the Neapolitan flavor line. Um, the protein is high quality. It yes. tastes amazing. The regular straight protein is still coming from a good source. It's good quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the price difference, isolate costs more. Of course it does. Um, higher filtration process mm-hmm. costs a little bit more for production, right? I would actually be concerned if you were looking at a brand and it didn't cost more. Hmm. Well, let's let's factor in what are the expenses of living a healthy lifestyle. It starts to freaking rack up. It and does. It's bad. When it gets to where I've tried the other products, I've mm-hmm. tried things that don't work. Mm-hmm. I don't want... I. I don't predominantly drink concentrate for me. I don't want blends. I don't want casein in mixed in with my uh, straight up stuff. It needs to taste great right. um, because I'm fed up with bad shakes. I've been drinking them my whole life and I want variety. Yeah. Um, and then the cost point needs to be there. I'm not paying $80 for a two pound tub of protein. That's nope. those days are done. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything that driven does, it's fantastically, t- it tastes fantastic. It's competitively priced. Um, and obviously we know the, um, the chain of custody, I guess, from how it's produced and everything else. And I trust the guy that makes it. Exactly. And I think it's, it's, I mean, I could talk about driven all day, but you said it, if, if you are purchasing, you know, lemon berry, guess what it's going to taste like. And there's none of that funky, gross aftertaste. He has a lemon berry isolate. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's pretty good. I love it. Also, um, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to No, I was going to say, I think that this is out of all the proteins we've tried over many, many years. Um, by far, this is the one that if it says it's chocolate milkshake, it actually tastes like it. And the, it's not, they're not chalky and they're not gross. They're formulated great. Now, yep. the only thing that we didn't pimp on was um, 
the BCAAs. We should do a whole show on BCAAs. We probably can. I'll just touch on them. I'll do a separate one for BCAAs. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be as long as this one. This one's going pretty good. I think even a 10-minute conversation on BCAAs would be hugely beneficial. Like a mini, mini series. Yeah. Okay. So just to touch real quick, BCAAs are three of the nine essentials. Leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Valine? Am I saying that right? Um, leucine, I think, is the the big one that the studies are on. So that one itself can carry protein turnover without the others. But all three of them, um, by consuming BCAAs during a workout, you're f- giving your body what it needs right there. Mm-hmm. It turns out, because there was some hubbub about BCAAs being a waste of time, um, I can't remember the source that came out with it, but there's always somebody out there to poo-poo you know, what bodybuilders have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also showing that for insulin sensitivity, so BCAAs are great for that, and then also cognitive function, I think. That's awesome. So not just not only are you just taking this intra-workout, so you're taking it while you're working out, um, you're serving your body at the, at the highest level to help with the protein turnover. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a high-intensity high intensity event or if it's a just a long, drawn-out strength event, I'm pounding that during my workouts. Yep. Um, if I need a crazy uh, refresher or something later, I'll mix that at the house Absolutely. instead of having something with uh, um, you know, soda. Or if I want yeah, something exactly. different, the BCAs- you Correct. The, the BCAs also are bringing a pretty good variety um, a flavor. They mix well. They taste really good. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, BCAAs, when you'd mix them, um, <laughs> they would coat the lid and they would stick to the sides and oh. you'd have to go in afterwards. The, just the, the process of creating the stuff is so much better than it used to be. Oh, yeah. But it would stick to the sides. It would look like... Ugh, it looked like, like a milkshake you didn't like rinse out say, like, before it dried. Like chicken froth when you boil it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It was nasty. <laughs> froth. So you've got your way. We talked about casein. We talked about BCAAs. Um, we talked about, the, oh, ready to drinks was the only thing that we didn't cover. People go to Costco. Garbage. Folks, don't buy your supplements from Costco. Okay. Um, one, you, the, the chain of custody on that stuff, did it sit in a warehouse? Did it overheat? Um, you don't know where it came from. You don't know how old it is. Did it sit in the sun? All those things can kind of affect the quality of the product that you're buying. If it's a supplement or a, a, a nutraceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Costco's big on fish oil. They're big on vitamins. Good. They're all, none of that stuff I would put the money towards. It's ch- it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to get 100% maximal benefit out of mm-hmm. something you're taking, it's not worth taking. Mm-hmm. You're better off not taking anything. Mm-hmm. But Costco makes a pure protein. I don't, they don't make it. They sell it. But pure protein, mm-hmm. um, it's the one I'm going to pick on t- today. The ready to drinks, if you turn this thing over, it does. if you look at the ingredient list, that's, that's mm-hmm. telling you something. Mm-hmm. If it's got 30 or 40 items in it, it's convenient, the end. You cannot beat putting whey protein mm-hmm. powder in an empty blender bottle and keeping it in your car. Yep. Go to 7-Eleven and get some water, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that is you know exactly what you're getting and what you're, uh, what you're not. Most of the time, those ready to drinks have got the concentrate, casein, soy, and then some other garbage um, bump in there. But you want to, they're not what they're advertised. They kind of taste okay, but there's yep. a reason they come in like a six ounce container. I think eight ounces is when you start running to the bathroom. It, so the six is oh, probably the bare minimum. Agree with you. Um, but the pure, the ready to drinks are not worth it. They're convenient, but mm-hmm. I know folks that have built their entire model around those Is ready to drinks. Premier protein or something. It might be. We're going to, we're going to get smacked for this. There one. were some that I used to buy from I the gym. I think it's premier protein. Oh, what do we used to call it? There was one that I'm telling you 20 minutes later, I was taking a shit. <laughs> Which, <laughs> and right now everybody's so grateful. Do you remember the ones that they were in the refrigerator at the gym? Yes. Oh God. They definitely weren't premier. It'll come to us later. Yeah. But I, but think I will we... tell you the other things too, with the ready made, 
it's in a container that you can't see through. So you actually have no idea if when you gulp down your first sip, if it's spoiled <laughs> until there's like a lump of something nasty. or bug legs. We're at, oh, <laughs> as opposed to a powdered protein that if you open it, you realize it was not sealed when it shipped. It's that weird grainy. Sometimes you'll have like a, like a blend, hard right. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I've never gotten a good explanation of what causes that, but it's almost like the the product itself separates, and you get the hard, clumpy shell on top, exactly. and then uh, the weird stuff on the bottom. Yes, but at least you open it and you see right away, right. and then you you can make a decision whether or not to drink it versus swallowing that lump. One hundred percent. That's oh. that's rock, you're right on. Um, so the ready to drinks. Be cautious. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not worth it. Um, when it comes to the only other thing we didn't talk about was. Uh, Dairy, straight dairy, because mm-hmm. I know that um, Fair Life, is that the name of it? Yeah. Dairy, especially in the paleo CrossFit community, they've got um, a, a huge amount of traction mm-hmm. with drinking uh, milk as a post-workout, which if you don't have lactose problems, and it's a, it's a quality dairy, mm-hmm. and I'm only mentioning it in here because we're talking about recovery and everything mm-hmm. else, uh, you're not going to get one of those good Fair Lifes without a ton more carbs. Yep. And that the Fair Life is the one that they are lactose free, correct? So they remove the lactose, but I know they definitely have carbs. Aren't I don't, they? I thought it was just a higher quality dairy, but I don't know if you can- I have to double check that. I you, swear. Yeah, I guess you have to because there's lactose free. They would have yeah, to be. I swear that one is. So that was even why we flipped it over and looked at it once because we're like, what does this actually mean? I'll have to double check. I yep. wasn't as prepared. I know that I get the Fairlife chocolate milk and I'll have a drink or two, but that's all my gut can, can handle. <laughs> I can't drink a glass of it, but I know some guys that- they're so high producing, high calorie burning. They don't care about macros. They pound it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm getting tactical on my numbers, I can't afford anything else that's in there. Right. So uh, those milk lovers that are out there, if you don't have any gut problems, it's still expensive shit. I mean, I think yeah, Fairlife is still expensive. kind of pricey. Um, but it's out there. What else didn't we cover? So we went over the BCAAs, taking them timing. Yeah, I really think that would be a great mini. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. Um, and we'll talk about, we'll bring in some of the geeky research that just talked about um, one, I'll find that article that contested the idea of taking BCAAs. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're not expecting a whole lot of weight management from this stuff, I mean, that's the, supplementing one supplement you don't replace. These right. aren't meal replacements. Um, a lot of some of those nefarious companies out there, they, they pimp this stuff like, um, oh, I'd name drop a few if I can think of them. Uh, who are the ones... So we did Beachbody for a long time mm-hmm. as far as Shakeology, and they were pushing mm-hmm. that as kind of like a, a post-workout meal replacement protein. Yeah, as pro- I mean, they're it. trying to be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, nope. right? And mm-hmm. um, who are the other one? Herbalife makes ones, I think. Um, oh, the names escaped me. There's two or three other really big ones. But get a protein shake. For protein turnover. Yes. It's not a weight loss supplement, right? right. It's not a meal replacement. Exactly. It doesn't say meal replacement on it. No, it does not. So um, be sure you're getting them for the right reasons and assign the right supplement. So the right tool for the right job mm-hmm. and you'll get the benefit of it. A healthy lifestyle means you eat healthy food and then you use stuff like supplements and protein to fill in the gaps. Correct. Now, the reason I weigh is such a big deal in my f- training model is I'm going for 200 to 230 grams of protein a day. I can't eat that much food. Right. So right now somebody's like, I'm sorry, what did he just say? <laughs> that's nowhere near what some people are doing. Yeah. So, and again, how much protein you take in, checking my time, how much protein you take in, how healthy your kidneys, oh, how healthy is your liver, how much do you need? There's a mm-hmm. bigger conversation. Much bigger. But for me to shortcut 
and I want to still eat food. I don't want to have to hate the food that I eat. Um, I can do two scoops of driven isolate and that's going to give me nearly 50 grams of um, protein right there with very little carb, very little fat. Mm -hmm. That's the equivalent of two extra chicken breasts a day. Yep. So I get to cut those out and it makes my life easier. Absolutely. Um, it's considering taking, especially post-workout. Um, and if you need a snack, snack, not a meal replacement, it's great. If Absolutely. you're short on car or ca um, calories or protein for the day, it's a great option. Yep. I really do think it's a great option too for somebody who's trying to increase their calories or they need mm -hmm. to, and they really can't stand. They are, they literally cannot stick their fork in another bite. I think it's just a great, you know, yeah. instead it, of eating six chicken breasts, you can have. And if you're, yeah. you know, 90 chicken breasts into the month, the last thing I'm going to want to do is eat any more freaking chicken. I mean, exactly. I can be completely turned off on Friday and by Monday I'm like, mm, let's have some, you know, let's have some chicken. chicken sandwich, not some, not, but not chicken protein in a glass. Not, no, I've tried it. <laughs> I tried it. No, don't, don't do it. So a lot of fun jamming on these topics. Um, just because you and I get to get a geek out, you've never asked me, tell me about ways. So the fact that I get to stare at you here for 30 mm -hmm. minutes or so and talk about it, um, it's fun for me. It's great review. We already talked about the books, um, that you guys can find some of this. Now I had Jenny, researching a different one this week so on top of sports nutrition sports is nutrition is that the one that we figured out was like 200 some dollars yeah this is my favorite book on the planet um is sports nutrition sports nutrition and performance enhancing supplements mm -hmm. let me show you on the thing so this book's going for like 200 dollars now i don't remember if i Goodness paid that gracious. much but this is like my supplement research bible yep this is a neighbor. So it's the essentials of sport nutrition supplements. It's by the, the similar guy. So Jose Antonio, he also is one of the, the head brainiacs over at ISSA. Um, at ISSN, excuse yes. me. Um, but both of these are phenomenal researchers. Who, so who wrote that one? So Ooh, that's a lot. Jose Antonio and Douglas Kalman, K-A-L-M-A-N. Mm -hmm. So look for those two. That's yep. edited by. Yep. Um, I think even if they, you do the um, ISSN essentials these guys they're uh, heavily researched and science-based so you can trust that when the time at the time these are put out um mm -hmm. this was the shit and then of course the athlete's guide to sports and the sports yep. supplements um we'll put the links again in the podcast um we'll put them into the last one but do some research not, yeah be smart um a smarter per person that takes stuff and is intentional mm -hmm. and understands why is going to be you're going to have more progress and you're going to see more results because you're not just taking shit because somebody told you to do it. Exactly. Don't uh, be a me. Don't, don't be a Jenny. <laughs> that's not true. You, you're, you're open to learning, which is why it's great. All right. So that's it for the supplement episode or the way, the way protein, protein. episode of the mini series on Ta -ta. supplements. But up, up, up. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, the feedback on the last one was great. I'm looking forward to your guys' feedback on this one. Oh, yes. Please remember to like, comment, and share. Um, we need that information to make us feel good about doing the show. <laughs> so thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right.